you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What up? It is the Good Morning Football Podcast. We are fresh off of the set, uh, heading into week 13. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? What's up? Um, I've got some tweets here. We got Terrence sitting here going through some tweets at hashtag GMFB, which we'll get to, of course. Q&A we'll talk about uh, the Thursday night matchup, which is really quite exciting. I think we should have a little watch party. Mm. Mm. I, I was told they need to talk closer to the microphones. It's going to be like NBR today. I'm going to be very whispery. Coming right into here. Uh, like, looks like go. you're making out with I know. They help me get very doing? close. I'm just getting very close to the microphone. Okay, yes. But, but before we right. talk about any of that, we yes. had Thanksgiving this yeah. past week. Yes. So anybody have a fun story to share? Uh, I was in the Hamptons. How that? It's such a loaded sentence to say, Nate. You know, know. Everyone's like, oh, the Hamptons. I, the Hamptons. I took a three-hour, uh, about two-and-a-half-hour drive down to the Hamptons. There was a little bit of traffic. The family was already there. Uh, there's a guy there by the name of uh, Shea Hong, who's from Washington. He played with my older brother in college. He has a nice place. Uh, he... Uh, deals with a few things, uh, but uh, not like drugs. Or what? Anything. Speaking <laughs> of loaded sentences, what are you talking about? No, he's Shea. Uh, he has, What's he that Shay on the show? His business is this appliances. Is the, uh, yeah, the appliance appliances. distributor. And then there's another guy by the name of Mike who uh, is quite the chef, um, and he's a beautiful mind, works with numbers for a huge financial firm. And then another guy, Ron, who is like a marketing guy for Rock Nation. So it's just like this Look mixed bag of parents with kids and you just sit back, and All I'm right. just a football you player that's on TV. You sent us photos of what you were eating, and it was amazing. It, yeah. it was fun. Let me just it's say, fun to listen to these guys' stories. A, being an East Coast guy, the Hamptons to me was like this unattainable goal. It was like Great Gatsby. It was one of these things where mm. you, you would never get to the actual Hamptons. We're Jersey people. So I envisioned P. Diddy, White Party, like, you know, Gold, gold uh, Donald Sex Trump. Sex in the city. As, Sex yeah. in the city. They're going out there with Mr. Big. So was it what we expect, or is the Hamptons like obtainable and something that a normal person like you and me and Kyle and Kay can walk into? Oh, no, we can definitely do it. And th- here's the thing. You guys got the invite. For some reason, all my boys, they love the show. So like bring your people and the family to come up. So you guys got the invite. But here's the thing about the Hamptons. I never been either, so I always thought it was you know Diddy and, and white linen suits, you know doing the take that, take that. Yeah. It's the remix. Um, but yeah. then you get out there, 
and it's like drinking and partying, and there's a lot of um, how shall I say this? Uh, cougars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, there. there's a scene for it, sure. Attractive older women. How yeah. should I say if you're young <laughs> and you're single and you're a guy? You could really what if you don't have score? Wait, we uh, talk about the financial. For, like what if you're that. not you know a, I mean. not a banker at Goldman? Do you have a shot? Like what? No, yeah. of course not. Come no, on, yeah, right? I mean because you can rent a place, and you know a group of you can kind of go out. But I would prefer. I would recommend that you go over to summer because it's hot and you can get out. Like you can yeah. party at the house, but then you can also kind of party on the scene. Kay knows what I'm talking about. Kay been yeah. out there. You been to the Hamptons? I've never been to the Hamptons. Hey, oh, come never on. Been. I've never that makes been. three of us then, right? You, you've never, I've gone. never been. You've gone. Peter, like, you've been out there. Like, you know, my friends will rent a house out in, uh, in a quag. It's not exactly where he was at. And uh, we go out there and it's a backyard barbecue for a day and we drive sounds back. Sounds awesome. Quag doesn't sound like a cool part it of the Hamptons. It was a good time. Listen, <laughs> I, I, alone. I like did it for the kids because we couldn't have family come up to Jersey. So, I wanted my kids to be around other kids. I love that. So we went out. I, I, they went out Wednesday. I stayed here, did the show Thursday, as we did. And then I took a car there, had dinner. And then I took a 2.45 a.m. car back. Stop. Uh, get out of here. On, to get here on time for the yeah. Friday show. Such so. dedication. Right. Yeah. But no, it's, it's for you guys and you, for the kids. So you came fun. out here to put on pajamas and sit on a couch with th- the three of us. That was a fun show. The feedback we got on Friday's show I can't was. even was believe that, yeah, people want us on in that set all the time. If you happen to not see the show, we were in a different set on couches with a fireplace and there's pictures all around. And on Friday, post-Thanksgiving, we were in pajamas. I yeah. mean, I was wearing a Browns robe. Kay had a footy pajamas for the Bears. Yeah, it was cool. I can't believe it. Twitter reaction over yeah. me in a onesie pajama. Okay, it was Everyone really cute. Loved it. And you're, and I like that. And your okay. Cleveland stuff too. Can't, you can't believe Twitter reaction. No, when you're in a onesie. No, there's a I big demographic it. of guys that think you're cute and you're but very what intelligent. What is cute about a onesie? It's, it's a like very, very snuggly. There's a teddy bear. It's really cute. I was texting Terrence after the show, like, what is happening, right, Terrence? Okay, there's five guys in the room. You're the only one who's surprised that there was Twitter reaction. I, I thought it came across well. But Twitter reaction in general was great to our show there on yeah. Friday yeah. and on yeah. Thursday. It was a good time. Uh, what did you do? How, okay, I, no, how was your Thanksgiving? Okay, <laughs> Mine was great. I got to go to Chicago. I had two nephews there and okay. a niece, and we would had our fourth annual reindeer game. Now, what saw, is that? I saw that on What's the, the reindeer It's cutthroat. It's wild. It's seven events. They're basically all rips off of the minute to win it game. So, yeah. like, face the cookie. Like, put the Oreo on your forehead, and you have to, like, get it in your mouth without using your hands. Um, a bunch of crazy games. Like me and my wild Polish family uh, compete in. So I What's posted. What's the Kleenex one? Because your in Instagram is crazy. Okay, <laughs> let me let me jump in. Kay's Instagram, you got to check it out. She posted this video of her jumping I around like very, crazy. I, was, I had a lot of drinks before I posted that. So what was that video? It's so you have an empty Kleenex box and there's like uh, eight jingle bells in there and you have to. It's tied onto you and you're you know competing a relay race to to see who can get all the jingle balls out of the the. Uh, so you got to shake your you thing shake to get them out. out. That's awesome. It was fun. How'd you do? I won, obviously. <laughs> I'm very competitive. Ask Nate. Yeah, you are feisty. Mm-hmm. The reindeer games. I like How that. How about you? Well, listen, Thanksgiving was fine. It was traditional. It was my first one here in New York. We had some family in town. But to me, it is we have moved past Thanksgiving, and we are on to Bachelor Week. And I don't mean in the rose ceremony type way. I mean in that my family, my, my two babies and my wife, have gone to California for the week. I can't believe the whole week. They are gone. So it is me <laughs> at home up in Westchester by myself. Home alone. Man. Night one. It was like home alone, lost in New York. And night one, I found myself about 6 o'clock. I am in my underwear. I text yeah. Kyle on the I say, couch. 
Great. Ordered Thai food. I'm Great watching start. a Steven Seagal movie. Great start. Oh my god, it was the best. It was like opening ceremonies for yeah. for Bachelor Week, right? Yeah. We got to do. We'll have closing ceremonies on Thursday night. Yeah. I am killing it right now. Yeah. That's a good start. Man. Oh my gosh, yes. We watched Mark for Death last night. We, my, me, and myself. Mark yeah. for Death. Seagal, Seagal against the like the Jamaican voodoo gangs. He's cutting heads off. I can't watch that. Isn't stuff. that always the case though? And Nate, I'll ask you. We're both married guys. Yeah. As well, like your wife goes away. She's with the ladies. Maybe she's at a bachelor party. You're like, okay, yeah. now it's my turn to play. And then you end up watching like a documentary on PBS in your yes. underwear till three in the morning and it's and it's the best it's great yeah. oh, it's great it awesome. I like to watch like prison docs you know like <laughs> lock up inside San Quentin like right. stuff that Brooke would never want to like, see I've yeah, gone but... down like Ken Burns jazz oh, like yeah, I'll yeah. like dive in seven and, hours and it's, on and it's stuff Ellington. that you wouldn't typically see but you get lost in it for some reason I'm into it man you know what's funny about men is that you see us when we're six and you're like oh boys they're so weird and then they grow up and we're the same way you know six and 36 there's no difference we just get lost in a <laughs> amen we, Nate we yeah, talk man. to ourselves we're just like talk to ourselves play with ourselves like same <laughs> the same stuff we did when we were kids. I literally have conversations with myself when everybody's going I'm like oh hey what's going on Nate? What, are you doing? <laughs> what are we doing today I see you over there buddy hey you want to watch some Pixar like, yes yes I do yeah exactly my Thanksgiving was an interesting one because we've uh We've had a nurse living with us since Mel was born for three weeks. So Thanksgiving, she's going to go spend it, obviously, with her family. Right. And Erica and I decided to let's try to roll the dice. Let's not have any of her family in. Let's not have any of my... It was our first night alone with our baby, and it was crazy. Like, <laughs> up at all hours, and I get into the nursery, so and I'm crazy. holding my eyes open at 1 a.m. because I'm, I'm scared that I'm going to fall asleep, and let, something's going to happen when I fall asleep. Uh, and she was up every hour. I have such respect for parents and, and I single moms. Single oh, moms. I can only imagine and, and we're gonna have to eventually face the truth that we're not gonna have a nurse living with us very shortly. Right. And her parents can't live with us and my parents can't live with us. But that was my Thanksgiving and it was fascinating beyond belief. What'd that, you eat? Well, this is interesting. So I don't cook, obviously, and Erica wasn't feeling it either. She just had a baby. So we were thinking, let's bring in a turkey. Then we looked at each other. We don't like turkey. Let's get pizza. Mm, let's be a little healthier. So what we did was we had pizza bites, frozen pizza bites. Early, like which, Totino's pizza like rolls, Totino's from the pi- box. yes, okay. and they were so amazing. Good. They were so good. And then we had like chicken cutlets, which we both enjoy. Yeah, Peter, you're you're a salt of the earth, manly man. I know that. So what were you drinking? Like a Boilermaker, Jack on the Rocks, right, uh, so IPA. I go to I go to the Rite Aid, which is for anyone listening at home. It's like the CVS or whatever. Dwayne like, Reed. Reed, yeah. Go to the Rite Aid, and there was a six pack of blueberry beer. I couldn't even yeah. tell you what I was. And I'm like, stop <laughs> it. I'm gonna live on the edge. Oh, I had I had six beer. blueberry beers. Watch, wait. Watching Lions, uh, who are they, Vikings, and I'm sitting in a bathrobe watching with a baby on my lap. I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm like Tim Allen. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I felt really good. It was This great. is life. This, this is, is life. life. Wow. It. Pretty wild. We definitely put a bow on week 12 on the show. Today we had the Monday night football game. We don't really want to get into it. That mystery tent stole the show, though. Oh, my gosh. Which was that, is that weird to you, Nate? We didn't really get to get dig in deep on your perspective, but that's something that's always been there, so it's like a non-story. So Rogers goes, gets hurt, and then he right. crawls into this weird tent that right. – Right. Viewers at home were not sure, but you were like, oh, it's no big deal. Yeah, it's no big deal because guys hit the sideline to use the bathroom most of the time. It's just to go pee-pee. <laughs> um, I think he was getting his hamstring checked out, and if he pulls down his pants, some guys don't wear a jock strap or a cup or yeah. even anything underneath. So if you pull down your pants, you're getting everything. You're getting the Franks and Beans. Franks and Beans. Franks and Beans. <laughs> How you get the Frank above the beans? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, they went to check him out, and they probably went and wrapped up his hamstring, and then he, he got out of there. I mean – I say in my career, eleven years each game, I probably took a piss on the sideline a handful of times. If you really got to go your weight before or after or even um, during halftime, but 
it happens all the time. But I never had the tent. We always had a group of guys with towels holding them up yeah. and just basically sitting there shielding you from the crowd while you pee in this like almost vacuum sealed like a wizardator, basically. Yeah, Vacuum basically. Yeah. Well, here's another, I mean, just in all honesty, you're in the locker room before the game. You're playing for, let's say, an hour. Then you go to the locker room for half the. How often? You got to pee during the game? You we can't, do a three hour show. How like, often do we never, have uh, Never right. pee. A lot. No, yeah, I no, pee I all do. the time. No, Nate, I've heard, I've talked <laughs> to many ex players that have said that they just wet their pants during the game. They for just sure. go. I'm, is, yeah. that, is that a lineman thing yeah, or an all player I'm not going to say it's just a lineman thing, but a lineman will be. Um, more honest about it, but they'll wet themselves and they'll just take their water bottle and spray their lap. If you ever see an uh. NFL player spraying his lap, he's not trying to loosen up some ketchup stains he had earlier. That's urine that he's trying to like dilute. <laughs> Why so, don't they just put porta potties either on, like on the like well, sideline it, 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 or it'll ex- obstruct the view? And then obstruct the view of you don't want to give a porta potty to players because then a guy will be running in every other play just to go. And, Take a piss, and I also I'm on the sidelines. Those parabolic mic guys get blown up. You don't want to have a porta potty spilling onto the field. Imagine if you were in there and somebody ran into the porta potty and <laughs> that deep the field, blue hell of water. There's a good oh. 20 feet between where the field is, where the benches are, and behind them. It's not going to obstruct. But the locker rooms are so close, so you can just if yes, you so really got to go, gotta go you yeah, can just run Who's up. Who's peeing and go. in their pants when there's a locker room to, to like 50 feet away? I, I feel like if you ran in to go to the locker room and suddenly there was like a turnover and you need to be back on the field and you were the guy taking a leak and couldn't be out there. That like Thurman Thomas forgetting his helmet or something. It's got to be a better. Than I, on I have a small bladder, so I, I pee a lot during the show because I drink really fast. But even before games, I would get anxiety, I would get nervousness, and that would cause me to urinate. So I would pee probably around 15 times before the game. <laughs> every last drop. Be, and every last drop. Even if I non-stop. didn't need to pee, I would make myself believe it because I'm like, I, I want to be as light as possible. Like I didn't want any fluids in yeah. me. Like a racehorse, man. And if I'm taking like an energy drink, I want that thing to be racing through my veins like a crazed man. You know, so uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm one of those guys that always has to has to go Nate, go to the bathroom. I used to go to the this Greyhound track up in Wisconsin, Dairyland Greyhound track, and you'd bet on the Greyhounds like they were thoroughbreds or whatever. And my system was as they bring the dogs out, one of them always stops to pee. Sometimes they do both. That's the one you bet on because they got it all out and they're fresh and they're ready to go. How'd, you, do? Like, How'd you end up? I did pretty good actually. Yeah, <laughs> I always I would bet on the one who that was my system. So if you like to bet pretty the good. horses, the OTB the somewhere on a yeah, bet the dogs. Do go for the one who releases himself. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I got to say, though, the big story from this week was Nate Burleson on Monday on Tuesday's show coming out and saying uh-huh. that the Oakland Raiders, uh-huh. not the New England Patriots, are the team to beat in the AFC. So if we had a little sound, you go, ding, 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 ding. Segment one, are the Raiders the team to beat in the AFC? Nate Burleson, state your case. Well, you know, I, I think we all know what type of team the Patriots are. So we understand that they're going to be in the hunt. Most likely, they'll have a chance to fight for a Super Bowl. I know what young teams feel. I, I know I know how they approach the season when they start to catch a rhythm. And the reason I say they're a team to beat, because if you beat them now, then maybe you can stop that momentum. If these guys keep getting victories, then this is going to be something that you just can't stop. Right now, it's a slow train on the track. And each week, it's, you know, Crabtree, Cooper – you know, you got Wofford, you got all these different guys making plays, like Tavis Murray, Derek Carr, playing unbelievable, the defense stepping up, Bruce Irvin, Khalil Mack, all of a sudden. And now it's just like picking up steam. And you know, just like I know, once that train picks up too much steam, they're going to go out there and bust some heads. And I said it earlier in the year, they don't know what they don't know. <laughs> and what I mean by that is they don't think like the Patriots. The Patriots, they, they want to be in the Super Bowl. These guys are just riding the rhythm 
And right now they have to believe that they're one of the best teams in the league. So if you're going into a game with that type of confidence and you have a quarterback that has balls of steel mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. And a coach. And a coach. And how, 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 stones on that how squad, often sure. do you have that combination, guys? I mean, we, we've seen some good teams. And, you know, Patriots are obviously at the top of that list. But there's teams that have one or the other. Coach that has the guts and the players don't have the grit. You know, a player that's all world, but a coach that's scared to pull the trigger. So you're looking at this Raiders team. I mean, do you count them out if they're in the game? You can't against they're, anybody. They're nine and two for all the reasons you said. They're great, but you mentioned them being young. And I remember a couple of weeks ago when we talked about them coming off their bye week. Like now they're going to Mexico City. Are they young? Are they complacent? Are they like we got this? We're winning. They're reading the headlines. That was something Schrager you brought up. So are you? Have you changed your mind on that? Are you a little sort bit. of more in than because you were? they've won in two different fashions the last two weeks, which really impressed me. So they go down to Mexico City and they play their worst game of the season. They still win, which is right. a huge sign of a true good team. And then last week they were up big car goes down they actually ended up trailing the Panthers and they had to come all the way back and they did I need to see those type of games those are like yeah. the, the the hallmark games now look they play Buffalo this weekend I think they can win that at home then they travel to Kansas City San Diego and they still have to go to Denver so all three divisional re- games that they have left are at those team stadiums that's when we're going to see what this team is made of I know they haven't lost that array from home yet but they also haven't played really anybody so to me huge victories the last two weeks but it was also one of those things where, like, okay, if you're a good team, you're going to beat the Texans, and you should beat the Panthers at home co- traveling across the country. I agree, but let's talk about the youth of this team. You're saying you know that they're a young team. Is that going to hurt them trying to go up against a team like the Patriots? Well, we saw yeah, it last year. Never I mean, been, they've never been there. They've, they've never been in the playoffs. The Patriots are there every single year. And that's almost Carr, good. Amari, is it good? Is it, though? Well, think I about wonder. It. Think about it. There's a mental hurdle that most of these teams have to jump over when they go up against the Patriots uh-huh. because you know the history. And all of us has been beat by – Tom, and when I was in the NFC North, it was the Packers. Yeah. Like, even if we were a better team that year, I just thought, God, these guys are the big brother. Like, we, we got to swing hard to knock the bully out at recess today. And it's the same way with the Patriots. If you're a young team, you don't know what you don't know. Do you really think about the history of the rivalry or history of the AFC when you're just going up against the Patriots? You're but, thinking, but this is a new team. team. This is but, a new era. This is a new I got a new day. Because Crabtree's been there. He's right. been at the Super Bowl. Sure, but the Seahawks, you know, they lost for a year before they got to the Super Bowl and won that game. The Broncos were banging on that door for years with Peyton Manning before they finally got over. Even the Ravens had lost to the, pa- the, the Patriots and just dramatically. Lee Evans drops the pass before they got over the hump. Mm-hmm. I feel like you need to get there, lose one year, and then show that you can. I've not seen or at a least team. That's what happens. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen a team in recent memory just have this, you know. Rocket. I mean, it's not like the NBA where this can happen or baseball where it's at. You need to really, you know, peck away. In you the know, NFL. I I agree with you. Car has sort of pecked away, getting better every season. They haven't been know? to the playoffs. I, yet, I agree with you one hundred percent. You know, you gotta get there. It's kind of like Pro Bowl. You get noticed first, and then you get the nod. Same way with teams getting closer to the Super Bowl. But if I'm in that locker room, if I'm Del Rio, I say that, and then I follow it by saying this. Okay, guys. Yeah, it's true. We might need to get there, get knocked down, and then bounce back. But you've seen what happened to the Panthers this year. So it's either one shot or nothing. Mm-hmm. That's what you preach to those guys. And if they're sitting in that locker room thinking, damn, who knows what's going to happen next year? I mean, this, this rhythm, this momentum, you got to ride that. And we saw the Panthers. We, I thought they were going to win it. I mean, they had my vote. And then they go and get beat up in the Super Bowl game. So I just like that they're young. I just like that they haven't been there. And I like that they're not influenced by the history of certain players in certain divisions because – it happens. It happens a lot, man. You know, some of these guys that are veterans, like, oh, we're playing him against this team, and here's the nostalgia. Hey, guys, here's the records. All this bulletin board material that almost kind of has a reverse 
effect on your players. But it's not Coach like they were in the rookie, rookie Lake like isolation booth. I mean, my four-year-old nephew knows the Patriots are good. Mm-hmm. For sure, but how many of these guys have – how many guys were there – for the Patriot rule, I mean the Tuck rule. Yeah, Kyle made a good point too, and Kyle, I kind of want you to tell the audience. But you said the X factor in those two Super Bowls was the Giants' defensive line. The 100%. X factor in the AFC Championship game last year was Von Miller. They have this guy Khalil Mack. No, look, if if we are all so blessed to get Patriots Raiders in the playoffs, which would be incredible, the Raiders, Peter, to your point, you say you got to see what happens when the Patriots get hit in the mouth. You got to have the mouth hitters. Like you don't beat, you're not going to beat the Patriots with Carr and Amari. That's not how you do it. Just like you don't do it with Peyton Manning. You don't do it with Joe Flacco. You do it with Justin Tuck, Michael Strahan, Terrell Suggs, Justin and most Houston, recently, Justin Houston, right. Von Miller. KC has an answer. Khalil too. Mack right now looks like the best player in football. So he's the guy in the, in the, the year that they beat. They lost to the Jets in Foxborough. Is because the Jets hit the hell out of Brady. You don't outscore him to beat Brady. You beat him up, and I think. The the Raiders can do that. Yeah, what did Denver do to the Carolina Panthers? You said something on the show that was and to Brady eerie. The week before you said, Two "Look at these plays by Khalil Mack. It looks just like Von Miller in the Super Bowl. The interception he had off Cam looked just like it, the one Von had of Brady. And then the the strip strip sack recovery like that right there is a great point. If you're going to beat New England, one thing we know you got to beat up Tom. And one thing you know, he's going to bounce back up mm-hmm. and slang that rock. So is that where we're, are we all sort of agreeing this is the way it might go? I know we hate predicting things. That there's a lot of football left, a lot of crazy divisional showdowns as well. But are we like who's the team? Steelers to beat? still scare me. Steelers still Steelers? scare me. They won. They won. You know, they beat Cody Kessler two weeks ago and beat Scott Tolzien this week. And I know we don't want to crown them, but the Steelers are the team that could. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger is not intimidated to go into Foxborough, and I know that James Harrison is not worried about facing against that offensive line. Yeah. So they're the veteran team. You talk about the young team. Look at the Steelers. They've been through the wars. The guys in that locker room, for the most part, and you add in Antonio Brown, who hasn't won a Super Bowl yet, mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell, who hasn't been there yet. Uh, that's a team to me. They're they're six and five. They've won two straight. They still got to win that division against the Ravens, I think, to get in the playoffs. But Steelers to me still are Their a squad defense, that no, it is bad. Sure. It is not we've playing well. Better, we, we've seen better Steelers teams. Look, I, I liked what Pittsburgh did most recently, but to me, they seem like in the NCAA tournament, like they're like a seven or eight seed. Yeah, like when UNC is a seven or eight. Yeah, seed. like they're they're gonna win a game, maybe two, get into the Sweet Sixteen, maybe. But like, I don't see them beating New England. We've seen a lot better Steelers. Teams what about this Denver, one. Kansas City, Baltimore? Do any of you guys take it? Or Miami? Any of those teams do anything? Kansas City beat Oakland, and they yeah. beat them soundly. It's just again though, when they get to the playoffs, I mean, Kansas City doesn't usually do that much. They have Justin Houston. It's, it's the same thing, not the same thing, but like Khalil Mack. We're he talking about who awesome. can unseat the Patriots. Who would you rather have go into Foxborough, Oakland or Kansas City, to give you a, the best chance to beat the Patriots? I'm not saying we even want to beat the Patriots. Yeah, Kansas City yeah. gave them all they could handle last year in the playoffs. They went up there and, and really gave them a game. But uh, to me. Pittsburgh, Roth- Roethlisberger can he can score with Brady, and that defense is yeah, though bad winner. right now. It, Roethlisberger's a proven winner; he's been there. I, I, and that Patriots defense isn't looking that great. Are right we overlooking now. the Ravens? Should we be talking about the Ravens? Mm. No, okay, that's a good question because I just hyped up the Raiders against the Patriots, but now I'm starting to think about the Chiefs because Justin Houston was a madman oh, awesome on game. Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Three sacks in the first half. They had to swap out linemen to to better block him. It'll be a great game, whoever it is. Now I'm fired up about Kansas City. What right. If, I can't right. wait for the flip playoffs. It, flip it this way. What if it's Oakland, the home team? Do you think New England can go in there and just blow the doors off them? No. 
blow the doors off them? Do you? So does that mean that Oakland could hypothetically be a Super Bowl team? Is that what you're saying? Nate? Yes. <laughs> that's what. Long don't story short, that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Peter, do. doesn't part of you it's just fun. want them to be? It is fun it's to have so Raider fun. Nation because I mean I've been covering the game for probably ten years and they've never been good since I've covered them and I've tried this many times. Like, hey, this might be the year in August. It's like, hey, they got Jacoby Ford at wide receiver and <laughs> Jamarcus Russell's now a first round. pick. They haven't been good since you were in college. They haven't been good since I was in college. I watched a Tuck rule in like fraternity house. Yeah, that was I the remember. last time they were relevant. Yeah. So. You think of it that way. It is nice just to have a franchise that hasn't been good. And that's why I like Buffalo this year and why I like Tampa this year. Because those teams also just haven't been good. No, no. And the Dolphins, too. I love that rivalry between the Chiefs fans and the Raider fans. And I've talked about it a bit on the show. And it's funny that I just mentioned Justin Houston. Because I know Raider Nation's going to be like, why are you talking about Justin Houston? Because I was not born a Raider fan. I just really liked them over the offseason. I've always liked Derek Carr. But I'm in this weird spot where I feel like I can't be. You guys have to help me out with this. I feel I like I can't. This. Well, I don't know. You're I can't a journalist, be a fan. Sort of, right? No, like, I just not absolutely not. I can be a fan of, of whoever. It's because the Bears I feel, thing. I would no. hate me if I was a Raider fan. If I was a Raider fan and I had this, some, there was you know some girl Johnny come lately. Yeah, Johnny come. Right. Yeah, when you're when you get good, when you get hot, get out of here. You haven't been here in the bad times. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. You're you're reticent to them saying where were you when we had Aaron Brooks and Andrew Walsh? Because and I we would be terrible. saying that, and then I asked C.C. Sabathia about it, and he's like, no. Come join More the party. Than More than Mary. CC's really nice, though. <laughs> yeah. It's really, it's kind of tough for me because I sort of am embracing this role as being this outsider, just really appreciative of what's going on. And I think I agree with Kyle Brandt in the fact that the league is a better place when they're it is. good. And listen, they're, they're, they're and I love that rivalry. I 100%. love that Chiefs fans hate me because it's I cool. happen to but like Kate, the Raiders. I, I can't speak for the Raiders fans, but I would think that after all they've been through since Peter was in college watching his frat house, to have someone on TV every day excited about their team, it's like everyone's sort of excited team. about them. Though. It's true. Everyone no, but you really be. embraced it because you like them a lot. You love and the you're Raiders. also on it early in August. You were saying you like them, which is it is early enough because. Now in November for the guys on NFL Live to be like, hey, are the Raiders for real? Like, no, okay, you were on it. That's true. Week two, yeah. week one when they went against the Saints. And, he and they're nine and two. Like, yeah. no, no. And nine and two. They're nine so and two. Awesome. And so your point, here's a question. I love that whole division. I did too. It's a party every single week. But there's about a handful of teams, I think, in the whole NFL that would qualify as the league is better when they're good. I think it's Oakland. I think it's Dallas. Dallas Personally, sure. I like it as Buffalo. I think Green Bay. I think Pittsburgh. Anybody else jump in? Like, we got to have them good. The, the mm. league is better when they're good. The ratings for that Redskins-Cowboys yes. game was the highest rated game on Fox ever that. in the regular season. So Incredible. the Redskins, Redskins being relevant helps, but also that Steelers – Cowboys game yeah, felt yeah. like it was a big one, and it was. It felt like even from the production level to everything, it just felt like I was watching a Super Bowl in October, which was great to see. So I think you've named the big franchise, but like we've noticed, Jets and Giants fans, they don't really react to our That's show weird. on NFL Network. What is that? I think they're listening to WFAN. They're listening. They're reading the Post. Uh, a typical Jet and Giant fan might not necessarily be there, but when I went to Cleveland. And I saw the Giants, it was all blue. So those fans travel also, and those yeah. Super Bowls, those Giants fans represent. When the Giants are good, Giants fans come out and dro- droves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're fans of you on the sidelines. They're that, fans yeah. of our is show. Is that so weird for you? Yeah, this was cool. So this is for the podcast listeners. If you ever meet us in person, always come up to us. We're not going to like push you away like we're paparazzi at the LAX airport. But uh, I'm sitting on the sidelines, and I literally have not had this ever I've got fans screaming like Schrager, and I'm thinking they're gonna just call me fat or say something like, "Hey, where's Aaron Andrews?" That's what I usually get. Or, yeah. We want, we want Pim Peter. Oliver. And I look up, and they're like, "We love the show. We love Good Morning Football. We wake up to it." And it was kids 
which it's before school. They're getting ready. I used to watch Sports well, Center as a kid. Yeah. Well, I used to watch Sports Center. I used to get up at 7 a.m., watch highlights of Craig Kilborn and Rich Eisen and whoever else talk about the Seattle Supersonics West Coast game against the Suns. Like seventh graders? Se- yeah, seventh, eighth graders, even you know high school kids. And I would get ready to that. Sports Center now, and this is not a knock in them, it is. Let's sit and talk about Kaepernick and the national anthem. Yeah. It, we actually talk highlights. We yeah. do games. We talk football. So I think there might be sort of a renaissance with that, with me like seeing myself 10 years ago, and I know what that young viewer wants to see. It's highlights, happiness, jokes. I don't care about the effect of Donald Trump in the locker room. That's not a topic I want to talk <laughs> right. about when I wake up as a seventh grader in 7, <laughs> right. 7 a.m. Nate gets recognized all the time. Yeah, Nate's yeah. a famous football player. Look well, at they you. show me love. And I think what I'm seeing more is similar to what Peter's saying is, They'll recognize, say, hey, what's up? And they'll start snapping their fingers, aren't you, aren't you? And I'll usually get, you know, Seattle, Detroit, Minnesota. They'll say, you're the guy from Good Morning Football, they which is pretty cool, you know, because they see me as a that's TV like... host versus a guy that used to play ball. So it's fun, man. It's fun with Anytime people I'm with anywhere with Nate, people just stop and they kind of just, they're like, hmm. Why do I know that guy? They size him up. How do I know him? How do I kinda know like him? One of those you faces. also have so much swag, though, that when you yeah. walk in the room, you know that you're you somebody. Right. I try to drip a little okay, swag I, sauce. I, I, you used to drip swag sauce. Kyle, have you gotten it on like the Metro North or anything? No, or the what? Metro North, I got it once. A guy who was a trainer who trained his uh, clients early, but more recently, I would be mortified. It was cool. If that Listen, Friday morning after mortified. the show, I went up to New Rochelle to meet my family. They were seeing Moana, the new Disney movie. Babies, everything. Everybody's there, and I go out to get some popcorn during the movie. And this guy goes, he's looking at me, and I thought like I pissed him off or something. He's looking at me like not friendly. And I'm like, hey. And he goes, oh, oh holy bleep, that you're Kyle Brandt. And I'm like, all right, so let's see. Days of Our Lives, Real World of Rome, which is it? He's like, good morning, football. And I was like, yes. I was so excited. So excited he said, good right? morning, football. We love the show. So he's, like, he's like, hey, you're not talking about my Eagles anymore, though. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, they're not winning anymore. He's like, I know, I know. Great show, great show. And he walked That's away. Cool, it was, I was so excited that it wasn't about one of those other things. Yeah. You know, like they yeah. didn't recognize you from football. Yeah. They recognized you from good morning, football. Right. And right. I love it. Different. It's I think different. I told you guys this this morning. The best compliment I was given on the show we got today on, on Twitter just saying that we are fair and how we represent all the teams and we like hit those storylines like you say like we love to give I mean the Buccaneers or, or even that just was, the Raiders that went in the crazy preseason. on Twitter I said the Bucks yeah. are a team to watch and everyone's uh. like thank you so much for giving us love the net and I guess there's a formula at ESPN I don't work there maybe at Fox where it's like just play the hits well sometimes we can go outside the box and talk about the Jaguars if there's a reason to talk about right. the Jaguars you know like yeah. Toe Drag Swags my favorite segment of the week but my second favorite and a very close is underappreciated it's yeah. my favorite oh, segment. So we cool. go around and we say who needs to get love who isn't getting love and who's deserving of it whether it's so a player or a coach, a front office person. It's pretty great stuff. Yeah. I want to ask about the NFC because mm-hmm. we're we're doing the AFC, the Patriot, but the NFC is so top heavy with that NFC East, and then you've got teams in the NFC North with no one's really sold on it. Seems like, and the NFC West, Seattle took a back seat. NFC East, and I'll start with you, Kyle Brandt. Mm-hmm. You look at that division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's get segment B. Segment B, the <laughs> NFC East. Kyle, <laughs> go ahead. Dallas Cowboys, can yeah. a team? upend their reign. Well, if I wanted to be really like pretentious and on some talk show, I'd be like, the only team that can beat the Dallas Cowboys is the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> no, but listen, if I got to pick a team right now, I'll talk about the team that's already beat them. How about the Giants and their own? Yeah, How about the New team. York Giants? Wow. How about that? Listen, one hundred percent. The Giants. You. I think the Giants scare the hell out of everybody in a way, just because history repeats itself. We've seen them start slow, look bad, and maybe count them out, and then they just start ripping off wins. They are climbing. Nobody's talking about us mountain right now because the Giants are white hot and they can't lose, and they've beaten Dallas already. I gotta maybe turn it's New this York. around on yeah. the, the New York guys. Schrager, yeah, you're, you're looking the, at me dubiously. You are a self-deprecating fan base. 
get their schedule. And you have, listen, you have every right to think, oh, they, they can lose every any mm-hmm. given game. Eli Manning, inconsistent. You have every right to do that. But you also have every right to think that they can blow the socks off of Dak Prescott on the road at home, that they can go in and beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl if they needed to because they've done that. So right. I don't understand where all the stuff comes Because I've seen, because I've been in the building when they were a 10-4 and four team and they lost to Todd Collins and the Redskins at home. I've been in the building when Travaris Jackson beat them 41-17. Were you in the building when they won Vikings. two Super Bowls? I was in the building when they won one of those Super Bowls. But I've been in the building when they have lost a lot of games that they should win. So when they saw the Bears and the Browns back-to-back and everyone in the national media said, well, they'll win those ones. They've just got to get through those games. I said, whoa, 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 hold up, pump the brakes. They did win those games. And they did not win them easily, which I kind of liked. They, they had to fight for that Bears one. They had to rely on Cutler and a torn labrum throwing some bad interceptions. Yeah. And then when they played the Browns this week, I was at that game. The score doesn't identify how close that was. The Browns had yeah. a couple fourth down conversions. They went through the field goal, which I don't understand. Play, play loose. But <laughs> now look at their schedule. Okay, guys, I'm going to talk to you right now about at Pittsburgh, 430 on Fox this week. I Ooh. think they can beat them. They're okay. seven-point underdogs at Pittsburgh. They're nine, or they eight and three, and they're seven-point underdogs in Vegas. All right, that's fine. Home against Dallas Sunday night the week after. Do you tough. think that's a tough? It's, that's real tough, yeah. If there's anybody that can beat Dak Prescott, it's I think it's Eli Manning. I think he's got the ex- – I just – I have a good feeling about Ooh. it. New yeah, coach, new winnable. defense, Peter. This is not the teams you've covered before. And here's the last three. Home against Detroit, which is a good team that travels well. And then these two. At Philadelphia at a night game, which is a Thursday night game on Christmas. And then they end on New Year's Day at Washington. Mm. That is not an easy run. So before we, you know, and I get it. I get it. They have all the talent. And Odell Beckham, to me, I saw him in person, is just unbelievable. This guy is something. He's unbelievable. And the defense is picking it up. I just want to say, as a New Yorker, I've seen it all. With this team, and I've seen them go from being a six and six team, go win two Super Bowls, but I've also seen them come out of the gates nine and zero and nearly miss the playoffs. So, slow down. Let's see how they do the next couple of weeks. Who do you like? Who do you like in the NFC? If someone's going to beat Dallas, if it's not New York, Washington, same division. Yep. Why? They've they've swept. Dallas has swept Washington, but I saw something in Washington on Thanksgiving that I thought they can go blow for blow with them. They could throw a couple things bounce a different way, and they were yeah. in their own build. I think Washington scares the hell out of everybody it because they can score. It was to me how good they were and lost. It just shows you. Because I don't know who amazing. can take on the Cowboys. They can True. score, and when you can score, I know defense wins championships, but come January, if you can light it up and you could score, I don't know if Dallas can put up the points that they do. I think Dallas will always be as strong as what they're showing us. You know, I – oftentimes talk about Scott Linehan just because I know his mindset. He wants a dynamic runner that can control the ground. He has that in Ezekiel Elliott. He wants a guy that you can throw to out the backfield. That's Ezekiel Elliott. He wants a guy that can pick up blitzes on third down. That's Ezekiel Elliott. So his strength is the running game. But then you look at his passing game, and you look at Dak being able to negotiate the pocket with his feet, dropping back, and he can throw to either Des Bryant, Jason Witten, Terrence Williams, Cole Beasley, and Bryant. What is it? No, Bryce Butler. 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 Bryce Butler, sorry. That's a lot of weapons, and all these guys are stepping up. And they're protected by what? The and best offensive line of the game. Protected by the best yeah. offensive line of the game. And here's what Scott Linehan would tell us. He'd walk in, just imagine him stepping into the offensive meeting room. You're getting ready for whoever, you know, Washington on Thanksgiving. And he says, listen, we're going to control the ground. And the moment they put an extra guy in that box – we're going to put you guys on an island. And they might have help coverage over Dez. And if they do, Butler, Beasley, Witten, Williams, I'm throwing you the ball. There is no question. Scott Linehan would be so def- definite in how he would say things that you knew walking out of that meeting, the ball was coming to you. So 
imagine Terrence Williams before he catches that tiptoe drag swag, knowing I got one-on-one coverage, and Dak looking out there and basically winking at him. You know you're getting a rock. So that's the offense. Next time you watch the Cowboys, watch who has single coverage and watch how quick Dak drops back and make, makes a very decisive throw to that individual. So I see that, and I just – with that rhythm, I don't see how many teams can stop it. Now, I'm not a big – They've won 10 in a row. Do they have a defensive – do they have a defense? To me, if you have enough offense, if your defense plays well, it's just bonus. So I don't see a team that can stop Nate, them right now. Nate. So are they going all the way? I picked them two years ago when uh-huh. DeMarco was running behind that line. And I believe that Ezekiel Elliott is a better running back than mm-hmm. DeMarco Murray. And you look at those other teams, So it's going to come down. I, w- I want to. S- for me, it's coming down to Dallas Cowboys and Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. That's right. We're healthy Seattle, Nate. So I'm healthy looking at Seattle. the Giants and I'm trying to match them up. And I'm like, but Eli could maybe beat them. But their run game, they don't have one. No, they they, they, they try to get it going. They look at Ezekiel Elliott. Seattle Rob doesn't have Kelly much, was much of one either. Struggled a little bit. You have Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know how you stopped them. The other team that you know is lingering in this conversation is the Detroit Lions because they win late. But I, are we ready to treat them like a no, no, not at all? You know, I, I, for me, it's what's going to happen when they get into that moment of you know postseason play. You know, last was it a couple years ago when they, they lost to, to Dallas, Dallas in Dallas. A couple controversial calls. A couple in that controversial one. calls. They actually could have won that game. Matt Stafford's different. You talked about it. We've talked about it. This is a different Stafford. What these teams are going to have to do, though, uh, whoever is facing Dallas, where, whether it's Seattle Seahawks or the Detroit Lions, you've got to run that rock. And none of these guys have done it more consistently than the Dallas Cowboys. Thomas Rawls is back, and they shit Christian no, Michael. No, they have nothing. But no. they haven't proved to us that they could put up a buck twenty-five on the ground. You look at the Detroit Lions – as much as Matt Stafford can sling that thing, who's going to be their horse when Dallas says, hey, let's go downhill for the next 10 can minutes? Can I go way off? So the, let's get Marshawn go, Lynch back. I was just going to ask you. So, so okay, let's sign Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn let's go. Marshawn hasn't played football in a year. Say it's week 14. Yeah. How hard would it say like your first year? Now, I don't know what Marshawn does off the field this year. He might have been having a good time. Yeah, I don't know what, he, come back. I don't know yeah. what he's weighing. I don't know what he's up to. Right. But. A year out of football, if someone called you and said, week 14, we need you for a couple more weeks and one more push, could you have gone and done it, or are you so far removed, even if you are working out? That and here's you- a nice check, by the way. Yeah, here's know? a nice check. And Marshawn, and let's I don't, put this- Knowing the Seahawks guys, I don't think they're the front, they're not banging the door down to bring on Marshawn necessarily either, right. so I don't know. But and To put it in perspective, uh, per week to bring a guy like that back because of his veteran status, he's making around $70,000 a week. Marshawn, if he were to get the nod and accept the nod, he could dominate in the red zone. Wow! Still in between the twenties, I don't think he has endurance. Uh-huh. Give him the but ball. Ten yards and in. Isn't that what they need? He's going to. That's, yeah. that's exactly what. So they shouldn't need. Paul Allen, eleven billion dollars, yeah, uh, owner of Microsoft, go flying into Oakland and happened. talk to him? I wonder if there's been a, if they've reached out. Marshawn, we is, can't get a running game. You want to? I, I, it, it has had point. to have happened, right? Yeah, it I has would. Had to have happened. I, in, in this dream world that I, I have, think it, do they regret getting rid of Michael? They've got know. to, right? No, I, th- I think they I saw like so they much thought, They liked Pro-Size. what they had, right? Prosize got hurt. Yeah. That's what killed them. So after was, that happens, they have to. It's one of those deals where, like, where, like, John Elway lets Osweiler leave, and everyone's like, don't you wish you had Osweiler when it was Simeon versus Sanchez? And he's like, I know what I had. I got think it. the Seahawks right. know what Christian Michael was. My In my fanboy head of watching a couple of guys play and hoping that this was awesome, you know, I guess, hidden way to take some time off, I, I wish that Calvin Johnson and Marshawn were just on hiatus 
And Calvin said, look, I got to go do Dancing with the if Stars. If the Lions make I'll it. I'll be back later in the year. Call back. me in December. And Seattle, if you guys are in it, uh, I'll be back in December. You know, my body's beat up. I can't take training camp. I don't want to play during the season. I just wish, I hope, and I pray the Stars will align and they just come back and say, oh, we've missed the game. That would be the most well, amazing Calvin's thing. Well, Calvin's the guy. I'm going to go for that Mirabal trophy, yeah. and I'm yeah, going to go, go for the Lombardi. Lombardi. Is, that, is yeah. that something that he would do in your mind? If the Detroit went to him and said, look, we need a little punch You know here. him pretty well. How many yeah. years did you play with him? Uh, four years. Good friends? But it felt like it felt like longer than that. Yeah, really good friends. You're shaking your head, uh, though. You don't, you don't, do you not think you? No, nah, because when I seen him, we spent some time in San Diego this summer, and the first thing I said is, man, you looking as skinny as me. And he used to always talk about my bird chest. And Calvin's a massive dude when he yeah. trains. He's real big. He was like, man, I'm chilling. Uh-huh. I just it just feels good to not have to do anything. So I don't think his body's you know in a place where he can go out there and take that pounding. Because you remember when Calvin played, oh, yeah. he was a banger. He went for the contest. Yeah. So uh, I don't think he'll come back and play. I wish he would though. Yeah. I have one more topic so that we I. hit on the show, and it will be our third C topic. You know, whatever it is. <laughs> we had a good debate. Brock Osweiler stinking it up for the Houston Texans. I mean, absolutely looks awful out there. Uh, he's he has paid eighteen million dollars up front for years. Cap hit is twelve million dollars. I think. Kay, Kyle, and I were kind of all in the same boat and said, you got to mix it up. You got to try. It's a sunk cost. You already paid it. Let's see what else you got if it's not working. But, Nate, you have been hellbent on saying what? That you have to keep your mind on the fact that you've already invested in this young keep man. Keep your mind on your money and keep your money your mind, on your mind, see, Nate. I knew you was going to bring can it sing home on for this me. Podcast. Knock yourself out. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, get there next time. <laughs> Go ahead, Nate. Um, right, though. That, that's, that's basically it. And, and, to be honest, Peter, I think I'm just having the approach as a player. You know, as a player, it's, you know, we get paid the money, so give us a chance to prove that we're worth the money. But then when I was listening to you guys talk and we get to a commercial break and we're still having conversations <laughs> and we read stuff on Twitter, I started leaning to, to your way and saying, maybe you're right. Because you here's the analogy. Out. We'll make it again. I said it was like a sunk cost. It's like that, that crappy house you bought in 2007 down in Florida where the hurricane hit or the, the market went to crap, and you still own it, so you still force yourself to go on vacations there when you know it's already done. You got it's the leaky so roof. You got the leaky roof. What are we doing here? But It's we, hurricane season. It's we got to go. We got to go. We own it. It's a timeshare. They got me at the casino. I got to go. I, I roam, stumbled in there after a few drinks. I threw it down for the timeshare. I'm you, into this thing I'm now. Into, I'm into the timeshare. <laughs> I don't want to be there, but I got... That's how I feel that approach is when it's, you know what, you got Tom Savage on the bench, why not try something else? Because you're 6-5, and five, you're still in the playoff contention, I don't care how much money you spent, that's done, who cares? Give us the best chance to win, and maybe Osweiler isn't but, that guy. But Schrager, you know, just like I know, that never, hap- that never happens with a guy that has that much money. I mean, this contract wasn't a $15 million deal. We've seen guys that make you know a handful of millions get benched. But hey, Tony Romo makes a lot of money. Yeah. So did benched. Alex Smith. They went to Kaepernick. Yeah, no, you're right. And I'm not saying Tom Savage has shown us million. anything. But. And it, come on, man. If he admits, or Ryan admits that Brock Osweiler isn't the guy, do you know what type of storm is coming on this organization? Okay, you you talked about the numbers. You're the of, next of guy getting fired. Other you made the bad decision. Coming to town I too. just think Brian Hoyer and Yates. And there's a loyalty that does not exist, and there's in the NFL, and we, I think we all know that. How many times have we seen people get paid, and then it does not matter? You get benched, you get cut, you get traded. They don't. It's a meritocracy, except for this. Say, I mean, I don't get it. Yeah. Position a quarterback, you can't like you have to be on eggshells. I mean, come on. But 
Nate said I he was thinking about it and it's starting to come around. Oh, what are you yeah. grilling Nate this for? I see, where Nate, I see where Nate's coming from. It's a wild investment. And then, like, I think Nate also looks at it from the locker perspective. What does that say to the locker room? What does that say about the organization? And they don't ever want to do that. It's the same kind of Dak Romo kind of situation where you don't want to mess with but that. here's the thing. Say, say you that do you don't Benjamin. believe in a guy. What happens? What happens next? What happens next year? Earn it. You what? Earn it. Earn it back. Savage comes out. What, in training camp next year? No, Savage comes out, craps the bed, and then it's Osweiler next week. I, what if Savage comes out and he's good, though? Good. Then you're on the hook for oh, the condo Then still. we're on the hook of possibly winning a Super Bowl. I, I mean, know, but that, then your salary cap is messed up because you got that much. Are you serious? You guys think that they're – I mean, this is – every week is a different story. You have to just turn the page. I to think about oh, what we what that what is the present local Houston what's the Houston Chronicle going to write about What's John McClain going to write about? John McClain's going to grill me like <laughs> who cares? Like it's a pressure what, cooker. You know, what, what is Trent Dilfer going to say on Sunday? No, right. just win games. Yeah. I don't I don't understand who you're answering Have to. Have we given him enough opportunity to That's win? That's a good games? question. That's a fair question. Because no, sometimes you buy the condo enough. and it's really expensive and you just don't like where the furniture is. So Listen, maybe you it, knock this wall down and you get get yourself a feng shui specialist <laughs> yes. up in there. Man, come on. He had Everything. He started off with a healthy J.J. Watt, Jadavian Clowney on the other side. And then on the off side of the ball, he had DeAndre Hopkins, Braxton Miller, Will Fuller, who was hot at the beginning Lamar of the Miller, year. Lamar Miller, a huge Lamar yeah. Miller, like, come on now. You brought all this money in that quarterback. You know what? They're still headed for the playoffs, you guys. You I know. know they're I mean? still 6-5. Like, and five. They host a playoff game right now. Yeah, I've been as hard as in the Texans as anybody, but they're still 6-5. and five. Yeah. They're still winning the division right now. The fact is, if he was making a total of $16 million over four years, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But, uh, you know, he's a decently paid quarterback playing decent. But because he made so much money and Elway let him walk, we're expecting this kid to be lights out. And he should with the amount of money he's making. I mean, and that's the thing. When Elway let him walk, I thought that was That was a scar- huge sign. What did that tell you? He knew him. No, that's for sure he knew him. And by the way, I just, just a, a quick aside. I, I, everyone in my, my family always asks me, what do you guys talk about during commercial? What do you talk about before the show? You mentioned Tom Savage. Yeah. Do you remember the group we were talking about before yeah, the show started? Let's today? talk about this. Okay, what group were we talking about? Yes, you do. Savage Garden. They were prepared to bet me fifty dollars that they did not sing "I Knew I, I Loved knew You" before I, I met. Right. Before okay, I met. Savage Garden. We did. It. Peter, come on, what's my in. What's my greatest aversion on the show? When uh, Kyle sings, your wardrobe. No, that's you don't like it when men sing. I don't like it when grown men sing. I don't know like, why. Like ballads, I think it's really eerie. Right. And you say it's because you did like you know acapella group at Princeton. No, like the, I did not. The do toe an tappers group or whatever. In Princeton, the Tiger Tones. Uh, the Tiger Tones. I'm gonna need before we let you guys go a confession. It's Confession Tuesday oh, I like as usual. And then we also have some Q and A from Twitter. So let's get that going here. Awkward score, Nate. You go. You tackle this one first. Uh, here's one for the dads. How tough is it on diaper changes? In general, how do you balance work with family? Oh, diaper changes are crucial. Uh, have you changed a diaper yet, Trigger? One. You have? Yeah. How did, did it go? Good. It was great. It was right, cool. Good. I mean, huge craps. Yeah. <laughs> Black that kind of diaper. Massive, yeah. just yeah. nasty. Yeah. But it's your own. It's like yeah, your yeah, own. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, like it. Diaper yeah. changes, you got to do it. Uh, how is it hard? Is the balance TV and family? Just, yeah, balance work and family. It's tough. It's tough, you know, you know, especially with this job. When I was in L.A. working on Total Access with NFL Network, my production meeting was at noon. And the show didn't start till four, oh, and I was off at five. So I'm having dinner reservations at ten. I've seen Peter a couple yes. times at the we've had some the nights. bar. Yeah, we've had some good nights. And then they were telling me about this job, and they said, "Hey, man, we got this new Good Morning Show. It's a commitment. The show starts at seven. But I had no idea. You that didn't realize it would sacrifice your night. As I well. had to wake up at 
3.45 a.m. And you couldn't go out at night because you can't clock. function if you do. People ask me all the time, you know, how, how's New York? I'm like, I don't know Monday through Friday. Might as well no be idea. at Topeka. Might as well. I have no idea. And if I'm you not- watch the show every day and you see how effervescent Nate is, how charismatic he is, you should see him at the 5 a.m. meeting oh because it's a different dude. Yeah. I'm not a morning guy. I look yeah. at Even you. my wife was like, I don't understand why you're taking this job. You are not a morning <laughs> guy. And I, and I told her, I was like, I don't know what you do it's, that it's beneficial. It's beneficial for me, my career. Yeah. And uh, at some point, you know, I got to take a little bit more responsibility, you know, and now this feels like a nine to five. I always used to joke. I don't know what a nine to five feels like. You know, I worked, I worked in a warehouse when I was in college and, you know, had a paper boy route and I had the typical football job when working at a restaurant, cleaning up, getting some change on the side. But, you know, to have this job, it, it really has taught me some hardcore responsibility but, for guys that have done it. But wait, and Nate, women that have done it. But Nate, when you get home at one, two o'clock, who's waiting there for you? Oh, the family. And, that's and then awesome. I get to walk to school and pick up my daughter every day. So Amazing. it's great. How are you handling it? Oh, I, it's been great so far. It's very early in this thing. I love it, though. It's been cool. And I love the show, and I love coming home, and my, and my wife and son is there. It's really cool. It's yeah. great. And you, sir? Good? It's Look, we get, I, we get up at 4 in the morning. We get, we get up in, in dark, whatever. I, I am, I'm going to echo the same thing. I get home, get home at lunch. noon, and I, okay. I, I, we have it so good. We are so blessed. These, these, these guys in New York who are working at 6 in the morning to 9 at night, I don't know how they do it. They're the ones that have it hard. We have it yeah. great. Kyle, right. traveling to Houston to Green Bay for the Texans game at Lambeau, says Brian, stopping in Chicago Thursday. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. What a, what a week. That's a fun trip. Uh, best pizza place at Magnificent Ooh. Mile. Okay, that's, I'm glad you asked because Ooh. Magnificent Mile means Michigan Avenue. It's the real pretty Red, part of Grand, town. Red Michigan Stop. Red Grand Red Stop, yes. And uh, just go to Giordano's. You're going to Thank Hear you. from the Lou Malnati's nation, the Gino Z's, the Dues, all that East stuff. Gino is right there. It is, but I would go to Giordano's. Just get yourself a classic deep dish. It takes about an hour. You can order ahead of time. Get appetizers. Get appetizers. Get a big Caesar if you want, but save some room because the over-under on the amount of slices you're going to eat is about 2.5, really? all right? It's big, big-time slices. I sent Schrager some when Mel yeah. was born. I sent him so to cute. Giordano's OG, and he's got him. You hadn't gotten into him yet because you can keep him forever. I love but that you sir, say Caesar salad, and you. I was. I broke oh, the news, right, too, that Caesar there's thing. anchovy. In Caesar salad, I think I felt Didn't like know. I told you there wasn't a Santa Claus. <laughs> I uh, still believe in Caesar. Giordano's is good. Can and I give you a recommendation for yes. Green Bay restaurant called Chives? I hope I'm not giving away a secret, but all the Packers eat there on Friday and Saturday nights. Chives, Chives, C H I V E S. I am not being a paid endorser, but the it players is. Players go there. Players go there. We saw Mason Crosby there last time. We were there. Like that is a spot, and it's a delicious meal. Nice. Chives in Green Bay. Love that. I adore the GMFB podcast. Says Angie, she's a big fan. We, she, we hear from her a lot on Twitter. Excited for episode two. Wondering who had the oddest major in college: NFL player or GMFB host? That's a good question. Uh, uh, my major is communications, so not so weird. Nope. Business management. Which You're was, a business uh, man. man. Yeah. And then I left early. I left my junior year. So I'm 18 credits away from getting my degree. Never got Look it. Let's go get that. I know. I, I know. didn't I know that. Are you going to do it yeah. at some point? Yeah, I was going to. I, I do you have to have to do, can you do it online or do you have to trek I'm back sure. to the green? No, I, I can do it online. I had that big year and I was going to return back to college. and It was a big deal. Would you have deal. 130 catches? I think the coaching staff was like, we want you to come back. Yeah. And I just thought, man, this is an opportunity. 134 catches. Yeah, it's because he had like 20 in one game or something like that. It was unbelievable. My quarterback, shout out to Zach Threadgill. He was lights out. He's the reason why. I had a, a good Did year. Did anyone want to toss you an honorary one at this point? Yeah. Can they, they retire your number? Yeah. 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 Uh, I was a political science major and a sociology minor. Did not do any of the communication stuff in college. 
Oh, no way. I, I know I, what you majored in because I, I had you at DirecTV, an yes, English major at I was Princeton an University. Major. I went on K's show. President of my fraternity, Beta. <laughs> That's right. And I, by the way, I hate those honorary degrees. When I graduated, they gave one out to Spike Lee oh, yeah, and yeah. to Bill Russell. They show up to get a degree. It's like, I've been working my ass off for four years. What yeah, did you do, years. Spike Lee? You didn't get did in the library. Did you really and work your ass off, though? Yeah, I was an English yeah, major. What do you get? Really? You know, yeah. you get Ellen DeGeneres giving some condescending, you know, commencement ha, ha, ha. speech. It's going to go viral, though, her speech. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. You came to see me at work, buddy. I came to see you at the other work. You know what's funny about this, you guys? I'm talking to Peter and Nate. It's like you see her other boyfriend or something. Her I work other at DirecTV Fantasies on Sundays. Yes, on Sundays. Is she her same bubbly self and like... Or is she like well, look, different? we always hear her talking about this other guy. She's texting him. She's calling him. It's so fun there. We just hang out. It's so chill. Yeah. You should come by. And then you go and meet him and you wanted it to kind of suck. Like I wanted it to be a total drag. Yeah. Everybody was lame. The other guy's pretty cool. Oh, I mean, the other yeah. guy's pr- we're fun. cool, but the other guy's cool. It's pretty awesome big space, right? It, I, I, it TVs looks like everywhere. A ton of money is she the same it? Kay Adams that we get on Monday to Friday? Yes, Kyle does. It looks like they spend a ton of money. I walk in, you're like, wow, this place looks expensive. I mean, they got Bobble 50 heads. TVs. Yeah, you should see how well the people are dressed, Peter. You would love it. They got no, no bobbleheads, big table. screens, John Ritchie, pool table. Nate, you open up the, the fridge there. Every kind of soda you can imagine. I felt really? like a Forrest Gump with the Dr. Peppers everywhere. at the White House. I reach for the Coke Zero. They're like, you know, we have cherry Coke Zero. Whoa! Now we're cooking with gasoline. So thanks, you got a great other boyfriend. (laughs) I did. I am all in it. Kay, you work at a cool place. I'm a little jealous of your other boyfriend. Thanks. I'm glad you came to see me. I think Nate's coming to see me soon. Nate, you'll love it. You'll love it. I'm excited. Excited about that, Peter Schrager. You're you're on location. I'll get there. Uh, This week, I will be in Cincinnati. Eagles, Bengals. I'll be on the sidelines, but I want to get there for a Sunday to see you because I feel like. I, it is like you're saying. It's almost like, I, and I feel like a bad friend because I'm on. The, I'm not there to like watch it even. So Kay talks about this show. It sounds great, and we love supporting each other. Thank but I can't you. see you because I watched you on the sidelines. That we have. No, I want to reciprocate. It's fun. It's a good time. Uh, let's do a confession before we leave. Anybody have one? Well, now, what does that mean by confession? Just like My sins. We don't know. What, like, like what lane? One. Like what uh, lane are we in on these confessions? Yeah, I, well, I, what age group? I, like I think last week we did things time that we frame in our lives. I have one. All right, we take. We have. We are blessed and get car service on our way to work. Yep. And I had a guy on th- on Thanksgiving on Thursday when I was kind of nervous about the show because it was a different location. And a new guy picked me up, a new car service, and he was Polish, like through and through from Poland. Great, like, right? like young, like guy, our, you know, in our age group, younger guy. And he's like, you know, oh, you do, I live in a Polish neighborhood, so he's talking about that. He speaks Polish if you don't know. Yeah, and I totally lied to him the entire way oh, that I, I wasn't Polish. And so I, was, I I just wanted, I was bored, and I wanted to, like, hear him talk about Poland from, like, an outsider's perspective, not oh, just okay. well, speak not Polish bad, with then. me the whole way. I thought you just didn't want to talk to him, so no, you're like, so, oh, I don't so understand. The whole, the whole way. No, I'm, like, in this great conversation, asking, sure. like, oh, well, like, so do really? Polish people celebrate Thanksgiving? Like, I'm completely lying through my teeth that I'm Italian, that I, like, don't, you know, don't know anything. I've had him be, so I thought it was a one-time thing. Now he's been time. my driver oh. every day. So you can't come out and admit now. I don't know what he's to too do. too deep into the lie. I don't okay? know what to do. He keeps talking. He's very Polish. He, all he does <laughs> is talk about Polish. Poland. So what do I do? I think you got to ride That's it awesome. out. It's play too down. awkward at this point. You you like all these weeks I've been lying to you. You either need a new driver or you got to just play it out. I the long con. You know what I think? I think you got to call the company and get them fired. Say, yeah. Yeah. No. Get them fired. Terminate. Get them out of here. That's my confession, but that's what I do. If I'm on a flight and I'm in the mood to talk, I will make up an entire identity for myself with the person really? next to me. If the person next to me wants to talk, yeah, I'm a shopper for Neiman's. Let me tell you what I do. Or I'm, I, You're like a spy. I love it. I think of this shopper for Blooming. Like a secret agent. And huh? I like to see how far I can get into it. Yeah, it's not good. 
That's, that's, a, fun that's my game. That's a great that. one. I, I look. I got one that is not great. I'm not ashamed. I'm not proud of this. I've become something that everyone hates, guys. I really have. Often, I will leave our studio and I will jog to Grand Central Station, which is about a 15 minute a jog. No, it's worse than that. I have become the guy at the street corner who jogs in place oh. when you can't get the light. I hate that guy. Everyone hates that guy. But Repugnant. I know. You, you try, i got to keep the heart rate up. You know, I only have so much time to work out. So I'm sitting there. I'm jogging in place, and people are just scowling at me. And I know as they're driving past, they're hating me because I used to be that driver. It's just such a try-hard move, and I'm doing it almost every day now. So I am jogging in place, the, guy. an impossible place to jog around New York City. That I thought when you – said that you were going to start doing that, that it was going to last three oh, days. A day, because it's so hard. You're I'm proud right. of you. Thank you. I, listen, I'm, I don't know if you guys know this. I'm very athletic. I'm agile. I was a college running back in Division yes, One football. Yes. Okay, so I can get around, you know, any kind of valets or cabs or anything. I'm very spry, but I jog at the corners, and I'm kind of ashamed to admit it. Yeah, my confession. Uh, I, airport this week. Um, look, I'm not a great traveler. Airport this week, they, uh, I didn't have a first-class ticket, and this is an embarrassing moment. They said, all right, premium class, come on board, and I just tried to slide in, and the woman stopped me and was like, sir, you are not first class, and in front of everybody, I had Ooh. to go back to the back of the line. And are I tried, you kidding? And I tried to, like, wiggle. I'm like, yeah, but I, you know, I'm got time and status on Delta. <laughs> and she's like, no, sir, we're only doing the pre-boarding in the first class. You can wait. And I look behind me, and there's, like, four employees of the NFL who are waiting there, oh. and I'm like, oh. Ah, uh, yeah, but they were first class. But I was, you know, Why I was not. Why did you try to no. go on the plane? Early? I just want, I had, because I had two bags. I wanted to make sure I got that overhead space. You so got I like stones. Yeah, so what, I went. The for Mara it. family was there watching. No, you? not the Mara family. <laughs> but you know, like in Rudy Mara. When you fly to New York, you get all of the, you know, operations guys from the NFL, all the officials. They're all flying out of New York, so you're bound to have someone on a flight yeah. to and from a stadium. But the woman and I, and I couldn't spider. She was doing her job. I wasn't first class. I was not first class. But she told me to go back to the end of the line and in front of 40 people waiting to board. I had to put my tail between my legs that and shuffle back right. with my bag confession. from Hudson News and my Twizzlers nibs. Oh, and the best part was Mike Garofalo went right past you. I love a Twizzler That's the best. Mike Garofalo went right to Houston. What do you got? Uh, I, my confession would be going to pick up my daughter at her school. Uh, the weather was great. It was like a couple drops on the ground, but it wasn't raining. But being bougie and a West Coaster, I was panicking, so I grabbed my umbrella, and I'm walking in the street, and the little crossing lady, crossing guard, she, uh, she basically yelled at me, and she was like, oh it's not that cold out here. Why do you have an umbrella? And I was like, What do you uh, care, lady? Yeah. What do you care? Just hold up your sign and help the kids. So I totally punked out. Mind your business. Call up the parks department. Yeah. Get her fired. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I totally punked out. It was like, oh, it's for my daughter. She loves umbrellas, even when it's not raining. So then on the way back to the house, I had to force my daughter to hold the umbrella while it was open. Oh. And she's like, Daddy, it's not raining. I'm like, oh, it's okay, baby. Let's play a game. Come on. Uh, Mary Poppins, do you know what that is? What's going yeah. on? So, yeah, that was me. I had to man up. But I realized I need to be a little bit tougher out here in these uh, New York, in New Jersey streets. elements. Yeah. In the streets. In the streets. Well, there yeah. we have it. How are those uh, pretzels you've been munching on secretly during this you show? you licorice nips? That's, that's your... Uh, Twizzler <laughs> nibs are the bomb. Awesome. Is that what they that's are? That's like a perfect airport food because Great. otherwise you wouldn't buy them. So you just grab is it. That, nibs? No. Nibs. Beef beef jerky. Okay. And it's dap, not dab. Yeah, get it right. You're just dabbing them up. You're one syllable word. Justin Tucker saw saw Kyle dab. It goes, ooh, the dab. How great is Justin Tucker? Pretty cool. Great guest. Find that interview on GMFB, the Twitter page, all that. Yeah, and I guess subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, this is fun. We do. This is definitely like a more laid back one. I think it's because it's raining outside. It's yeah. pouring outside. 
We'll perk it up next yeah. week. Maybe we'll have some lunch and then we'll perk it up. I actually want to put on my Chicago Bears footie pajamas, okay? Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Are we doing that again this week? I don't know, but Friday we are in the auxiliary studio again. I know that. Yeah, the living room. Yeah. yeah Make we'll sure you guys, guys go out, den. subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Most importantly, Nate, you can tell also your friends. Because yeah. if this thing spreads word of mouth, mm-hmm. we are in a good place. And Thanks, I know guys. you kids don't use websites anymore, but NFL.com backslash podcast. Ooh, you can find us there as well. I don't even know how you knew that. Hashtag GMFB always. Yeah. We're always looking at those tweets. We'll see you guys maybe next week, maybe this week. Who knows? Yeah. See ya. Bye. Bye. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.